responding to crises and stuff um, and how you just spoke about how historically the left has been able to respond to like a diversity of crises and like mobilize communities around that. And I look to like COVID, I look to the response to the pandemic, I look to the bushfire crisis, I look to the Torres Strait sinking. And what I see is that we largely like failed to like mobilize people in like responding to those crises. And I think that that that's largely like a res an effect of neoliberalism and there's like kind of atomization of society. Yeah, I agree that we are quite atomized and I even like I look down my street and I'm like, there we are and we're, we're all in our own little cubes, literally atomized in nuclear families. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I completely agree that we sort of failed to respond like I saw and again this is just a really limited view which is I saw lots of um self-organized um, assistance communities sort of pop up during the pandemic um, I think growing forward maybe started at the start of the pandemic or somewhere around there which was about um, food justice and providing some supplement food to communities I think at the heart of it, we've forgotten that we can self-organise and that we can create our own communities outside of, beside, alongside the system already. And we forget that we can connect with our neighbours, that we can connect with our social groups to do those things. And it's like, it's almost like, oh yeah, we can do that. We don't have to rely on established systems or use them in some way. Then let's go to Kel, because you were involved in growing forward. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, at the start of the pandemic last year, um, a group of friends, we just um, had been scoping out some unused state land around Mianjin, um, and we turned them into these high-producing market gorilla gardens um, to then distribute free food to people who couldn't access it. Um, and like I do, I do agree that like those things we, we have been developing. There, are, there are incredible communities that live all around this globe who are resisting against, you know, yeah, capitalism and fascism and racism and all these different things. Um, but the problem is that I, I can't see there being mass power or like this this like large capacity for um, affecting change, um, and that. I, uh, we can, as a community, this small community of us, you know, the the, the few thousand people, say, in Mianjin that come out regularly to protest. Though, you know, we as a community, we can support each other, but we, yeah, I feel like we've largely failed to, to um, mobilize, like, the, the greater population. Um, so don't you think that community efforts like Growing Forward are the forming of a revolution or do you see them as being short of the kind of mass movement that Sam for example is saying that we need? No, well like I think mutual aid projects are incredible places to start because they are they do allow this really permeable, permeable edge between like the general public and activist spaces um, and in growing forward like we around each one of the gardens we've been able to build community with just locals who live all around the area people we wouldn't otherwise be um yeah involved with but yeah i think we need to 
need to push it that just that little bit further. And like, we, this is a good start to try and like slowly show people that they can break the law without anything bad happening. You know, they can come and water the garden even though it's like technically illegal. Point is, if you were disengaging from the consumer culture that says go to the shop, bring it home and eat it and throw away your packaging, then you are starting to eat away at that system. So all of those small actions have an impact. Yeah, I think it's true. Like food is just food, but also like so much of going forward is about connecting with people's material needs. And like food is a really like universal material need that we all need. Um, and I think from starting at a place of, of, I guess, like, a place that's, like, so basic, you know? Like, a place of, yeah, a fundamental need. We get that. Um, but I think then it can be linked to other things. I think, like, what we're seeing at the moment um, at the end of Boundary Street at the first garden, the Kurilpa Garden, um, is large developers coming in, trying to kick us off the land. And we're currently rallying around that land. And we've engaged with people, local residents, um, and we're starting to kind of like bring more people in as a form of resisting, blockading that space, going to their, um, to their office and like starting to kind of like engage people in resistance um, that's like related to them as well. So I think there's a way to kind of like, um, yeah, to, to kind of start at a really basic need, a basic material need of food and then that connects people um, and brings people along um, when they see that it's unjustly taken from them um, by people, like by the ruling class. Um, so it's, it's a way to kind of like get people engaged in system thinking. Um, and I think like, yeah, we need more stuff like that as well as like to be thinking in lots of different ways about mass mobilization. I think it, it doesn't have to be like a, a separate um, an isolated and isolated things, I think they all kind of like feed into to the same effort, which is like hopefully a revolution. Hi, I'm Kathleen. I just wanted to agree with Ruby and also say that like growing food may not be seen as revolutionary, but having sovereignty over your food is because we live in a society now where a lot of people are food insecure. Housing is really precarious, like couch serving is homelessness. We have refugee friends and our own friends who've been struggling to find housing. Um, I've seen the like mental health impacts of friends of mine who um, have had long-term housing issues or been homeless since they were teens. And as soon as they get into secure housing where they don't have to worry about a real estate agent, all of their anxieties disappear. So if we're putting Kai food in the bellies of people, if we're helping people find housing, then their ability to participate in revolutionary acts or even to like help their own communities help themselves help their family is like their capacity is increased like if you're always in survival mode if you're hungry if you're poor then yeah you might like do some opportunistic vandalism or like insurrectionary activity because you hate the government or like they're destroying your environment but like how do you engage long term if you don't actually have like physical energy because your needs aren't being met. Mm. Kat Green used to talk about the hub of production and, and she she sort of viewed that the same thing applies to clothing and everything. If you disengage from that um, consumers and start to produce things, then you're inviting people into your home. But that's quite different than the mass mobilisation 